Welcome back to the podcast and part two of our mid-season review for 2023 and the Frankston Football Club VFL program. We join Danny Ryan as we continue to discuss the midfield and the forward line and then also some positives around 2023 and where we're heading for the remainder of 2023 and 2024. The midfield is, while it's it's been... Um it's been our strength. It's also suffered with the injury, and so with you know of of our ruck stocks, we're down to one, and it's sort of staggering to think. You think you got four rucks on a, on a squad, you've got enough, but we're losing Austin Brakeel in the year with a PCL. Um, Tom Roberts, you know, hasn't hasn't been on the park yet. He's only two or three weeks away, so that's close. Yep. And losing Nick Minchin to the they had a spiral fracture of his of his pinky finger. And we don't know when he's going to have surgery yet. And he got COVID last week. So yeah, right. that's on delay a little bit. So it's, it's put a big weight onto James Rendell. And we've had to use Kai Owens as that midfielder. So yep. for the last couple of weeks, we've battled away a little bit. We've, we've got no ruck dominance. Mm. Uh, and so that's made it tough for the, for the ground ball players, the, the midfield. So we have suffered a little bit in that space. And so that's why we, you know, we've conceded inside 50s. We've lost clearance the last couple of weeks. Um, but certainly they have been the strength for the year uh, and they're giving us good looks. Uh, and as I said before, what we need to work on is our translation of clearance winning into increased inside 50. So they give the forwards a little bit more of a look. Yep. So there's some things in play. Tim McGivney and Tony Regan, midfield coaches, they're getting to work with some of those, and most of our leaders play in the middle of the ground, yep. leadership players. Um, they've got something to work on. So hopefully over the next two, three weeks, we see, uh, it's, a, it's a, hopefully not another whack-a-mole, but, it's yep. certainly something we need to address, um, and we're getting to work on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just touch on a on a few players there. I mean, like Colby Nain has really started to come of age. He's been quite good the last couple of weeks, and uh, you know that's uh, that's really exciting because he, he is an exciting prospect, and you know he's another another relatively local uh, player that's sort of come through the system. I think at yep. Ed, Edias and um, Edias is Jeff Saru's grandson, so yep. he's. There's a bit of footy pedigree in his bloodline. Yep. Um, he's just another ripping young kid that's that's taking time to develop. He's got some silky skills. His body's hardening into becoming a man. Um, so you're seeing you know you're seeing a future long-term VFL player in front of us just starting to mature, and it just takes time. So him and him and Lockie Riley are that you know they're only third year into the system. Um, you know, they're starting to blossom and, and hit their strides. And, you know, and they, they, they can be great VFL players. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, I just, you know, you touched on Tom Small before about his courage and things like that. I mean, Colby, as well as that winger dropping back into defence to to help out. I mean, he got smashed a couple of times. He, got, he should have got paid a, an absolute counter of a mark yeah. against Carlton, um, where he went back with a flight and, and got absolutely smashed. But, uh, you know, it's great to see these young blokes are just, you know, they're buying into the system. You, you go to the footy and you and you know what to expect. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of people uh, that watch the team week in, week out are pretty proud of these these kids coming through. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a great point because as, as, as coaching staff, we're super proud of them. We see the work they do in and out. We see their aspiration to be as good as they want to be or be better than what they know they are. Um, we see the disappointment of those close losses. The Carlton one, you know, and I've been in some grand final, AFL grand final rooms after lo- yeah. losses, and it's it's a they're not it's not a happy place to be. They were really devastated after the Carlton game um, to the fact that I needed to get them together and and tell them that you know you've once you walk out of here you put a smile smile back on your dial, you know, mm-hmm. life's for living, and so we've got to get on with it. Um, but yeah, it does mean something to them. They're, they're proud to be Frankston players. 
Um, yep. They're proud to, proud to represent the club. They're proud to represent each other and their families and their friends, the people that support them. And, and so they, yeah, they are. They're they're competitive little buggers, and and they're in a hurry to be as good as they can be. Sometimes we've just got to sort of hold the bridle and help them be be patient and forgive themselves because they do beat themselves up a bit. Yeah. Just forgive themselves and just get back to work the next week um, and, and focus on the next challenge that's in front of us. So. Um, yeah, it takes takes time. Sometimes you can't fast track that, and sometimes you've got to go through those close losses. They build character. Um, we just load them up for the next week. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I mean, you know, you're just finishing up on the midfield. I mean, you know, we've got Fordham in there. We know what what to expect from him. I mean, mine, it's been great, and 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 hitting the scoreboard too, which has been really good. Kai Owens, uh, the organic growth uh, from him. Uh, has been really impressive, and he's been talked about plenty, um, you know, this season. But I think it's a, it, it's great to see, and this is the the upside across the board uh, of these these players that are coming through, which is great. We've got to obviously fix uh, the ruck. I mean, Minchin was giving great effort early early in the season, and and really, you know, a really nice tap ruckman and and competitive beast. Be interesting to see Tom Roberts. I thought he was pretty good in the in the preseason games um, yep. this season. Yeah, so he'll be exciting. He's a genuine yep. tall ruck who can run around. Yep. The the ground so um yeah and he's he's doing a bit of light training at the moment i think he's, he's a week away from playing at somerville yeah um, we'll probably give him two games there and, and then trying to get him in he'll certainly um lighten the load on james rendell uh, yep. and allow kai Owens just to go back and play as a pure midfielder so yeah we can't wait to see big robo play yeah, absolutely. It's, and, you know, as much as James is having to shoulder the the ruck duties, I mean, just seeing him get some continuity with his football has got to be uh, got to be pleasing as well. Yeah, and look, he's, James is in our leadership group. He's been at the club for four years, maybe five, you know, four years. Uh, yep. He's only still a young man, um, you know, and he's in the leadership group shouldering a big load as the ruck. Um, he is, as I said with James, with Tommy Small before, you know, James is another one that's one of those... Yeah typifies what being a good dolphin is so he's all for the club fully invested um yeah and doing a good job yeah that's great mate and we'll we'll move on to the forward line which i think has been um one of the real big big stories and wins of of the season um you know i mean we always talk about you know oh geez it'd be great to you know have a have a five or six goal a, a, a week big tall forward that we can just dump on their head and do what they do but uh just the way that the guys have come on and been able to manufacture a forward line uh, with what we've got. And, you know, we talk about, about guys like Johnson and, and Butland, but also Bailey Lambert's really, uh, really starting to show some great form. Kick three again on the weekend. The team looks no doubt better when we've had Marotta and Davies now standing up in the in the forward line where we can straighten up a little bit and go to a bigger body. And these kids are only like 18, 19 years of age. So, I mean, you know, if we can uh, if we can hold on to these kids uh, for a couple of years, it's going to be really, really exciting. And we're going to see there's, – there's no doubt, uh, given our record with – the draft over the last 18 months and also just the the continual improvement the development is something that i feel we do quite well at frankston and i think that uh those kids being in the system if they can stay with us for a couple of years we've already seen the organic growth from some of these uh some of these players there's a lot of upside uh with some of these kids yeah no doubt and, and at the front end you, you've mentioned the, the right names him marotta you know, and he's, he's dealing with a little thumb issue at the moment and and Davies has come in the last couple of weeks, and um, they're di- they're both different, but they both play sort of similar role for us and give us that tall forward. Marauders are a little bit more mobile, but Davies is the bigger body that can do a bit of ruck work and 
can actually just compete in in the contested ball. Also area. deceptively quick, Davies as well. Yeah, like, he is. Yeah, he covers is. Um, a little bit of work to do with his running patterns and his ability to see it quick to use that speed, as yep. opposed to having to chase. Um, same with Murata. They, they, these are young guys that are learning their way at a, at the fastest, highest level of footy they've ever played, and so naturally they look slow to see it, um, or slow to react, so to speak. Um, that's just time and chemistry and the ability to, you know, getting from. It's like learning to drive fast on the freeway. They're on the yeah. freeway and they've been on their L plates for the last couple of years, driving at 60 k's. Now we ask them to go 100. So we've got to we've got to temper our own expectations around them. But they are certainly exciting. And and Butland and and Johnson, Johnson as a recruit and Butland as a second year player. They've certainly given us some bang for buck on the scoreboard. They've hit the scoreboard. Um, they've given us some clean hands. Once we've yeah, you know, and Ricky Johnson and Andrew Koff have done a lot of work with those guys about you know the way they play together. And there's for, at the start of the year there was probably in their own minds a little bit of self doubt about belonging in the team, and that creeps in every now and again, and that's only natural. But in terms of what they've been able to deliver, and, and I really look at their ability to defend as forwards as well. And Johnson's got a bit of work to do in that space, but certainly Butland, Josh is a very clever player. He's a smart guy. He's a lawyer. Um, but, you know. He understands game plan, he understands the system, he can organise the forwards, and he's got a great set of mitts and he can kick a nice goal when he gets his chances. So they're taking their chances. Lambert, you mentioned he is really a barometer. Bailey is a barometer for our team. When Bailey's up and about, our team seems to be up and about. So when he starts well with his pressure acts and and his defensive efforts, goals generally come for him. Um, And he's certainly got a lot of skill. He's got more skill in his little finger than I've probably got in my whole body. I was going to say, he's got some tricks, mate. I'll tell you what, if he you haven't been down to watch, uh, watch a game, uh, Bailey Lambert can be worth the price of admission alone. Yeah, he, he's the one who can kick goals out of his uh, proverbial. There's no doubt about it. He just makes stuff happen. So uh, he's exciting. When he's up and about, you know, as I said, we're up and about. So, And look, the small forwards, we've got Blake O'Leary back into the team. He missed a lot. You know, had been injured out of last year out of the Eastern Granny. And Alec McComb was pretty flat on the weekend, but he's shown little sparks. Um, and so, and he's another young player that's in his first year of VFL. So um, they'll go in and out of the team. Those young guys will manage them through because they just can't sustain the effort at this mm-hmm. level. But certainly, there's, there's, it's been really pleasing the change around from starting the year where they looked a bit dysfunctional um, to becoming functioning. We're, we're trying to push them to be high functioning, and we'll keep working that way. But yeah, yeah, to your point, when we started talking about the forwards. There's no Wayne Carey's lying around anywhere in Australia. Otherwise, we'd go and get them right now. Yep. So for, to, for working on developing, and it's provided opportunities for Justin Davies and for Trent Marotta um, to be able to play those roles and come in and get some games. Um, or as in, in a, in a, if those other players were around, they might have to sit on the back end of the list and wait and you know, maybe yep. get one or two games. And so the benefit is, for what you said, and that's what gives me great excitement, is they get these games in this year and they get the experience, and then what do they look like next year? And then what do they look like the next year after? And so for the club, we've spoken about, you know, probably the seven or eight of these young guns that we, in the next month or so, we'd be hoping to go out and sign for another couple of years and say, you've got a home. Um, You mentioned development before. It's really strong uh, focus of mine and, and the coaching group around individual development plans for every player. As a coaching group, we're in control of that, and so we need to set the scene that, Regardless of how many games we win or lose, and that's our aspiration as a team to win games and play finals, no doubt. But then after that, we want to make every player better. So simply, if that if they stay with us or they get drafted or or they go back to local, 
their time at Frankston has has been valuable and they've learned and they've improved their footy craft. So um, we're massive on that because that is a, is a controllable for the coaching group. And so we like to think that we're doing an okay job at that. We, we are time poor. We only get them yeah. cuts of nights a week. You'd love to have them more, but that's being greedy, um, as we all are as coaches. But they're certainly getting the benefit of being able to go out and execute at, at VFL level what they're being taught. Um, sometimes it's hard for them to go out and execute at local level because the, the system's different, the grounds are different, the opposition, all of yeah. that sort of stuff. The environment's just totally different. So that's the benefit they're getting with, without, you know, the Wayne Carey's lying around playing with us. Um, yeah. yeah, and they're starting to do a good job. So we're actually, you know, yep. we're, we're kicking a reasonable score and we're in the game now, So which is which is pleasing. And I think, just just to finish up on the forwards, like I just want to want to focus on on Butland for for a second. I, I think as a what is he twenty four year old? Yep. yep. You know, and and he's he's obviously been in the system a couple of years, two years. I think he's been at Frankston now. This is his um, second year. This yeah. is his second year, and and just to to go as a twenty three, twenty four year old, like I want to get the best out of myself. And I want to have a crack at this level and to go and put the time in at that age when, as you say, he's, you know, probably got a career. He's got, got all of this stuff going on. He's a very good local footballer. I mean, at, at YC, you know, he, I think, kicked five goals as an 18-year-old in the grand final and things like that. Like, he's been a good player over that time. But then to go, I'm going to take my footy you know, an extra step and play as high as I possibly can and then come into the system and work really, really hard on his fitness and get himself up to a level. I think that's pretty impressive and something that, you know, anyone that's out there that's that's listening to this or, or wants to take their football further, it's possible if you put the work in. Undoubtedly, Mark, and I'm glad you mentioned it. We just celebrated, well, the league celebrated in Williamstown, especially uh, a man called Ben Jolly that just yep. played his 300th game. Um and Josh Butler's not going to play 300 games, but to your point, he's going to wring the, every little bit of talent out of himself to play at the highest level for as long as he can. Uh, and I'm really proud of the fact that that's the way he thinks about it. Um, yeah. And it's a great aspiration for a lot of young players to have. Um, you can make more money playing elsewhere or you can do other lots of other sorts of things, I guess, and, and each to their own. And, and everyone's entitled to do that. But um, it's really pleasing, you know, from from me, from my point of view, I suppose, for that Josh wants to do that. And any young players, play the highest level as you can for as long as you can. And when you hang the boots up, you're going to be really proud. You look in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth, you'll be super proud of your career and know that you did as much as you can. Um, so, yeah, he's he's really chasing that and so good on him. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, I think that was that was great to just wrap up those lines and 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 just talk about uh, you know the growth and development and, and exactly where we're at and and now we look forward to the second half of the season where we're obviously three and seven it could quite easily have been five and five or six and four or whatever <laughs> it was but we're we're not there um, but there's still some big opportunities as we we head into the the next season we've obviously got Geelong this week who who have been indifferent uh, and then we've got a we've got a buy and then a huge game huge home game against Collingwood on the. Second Second of July, uh, which we hope to see a huge crowd there. We're, we're going to have the family fun zone going down there. It's on a Sunday at twelve o'clock. The school holidays. There's Channel Seven, the, TV Channel game. Seven. There's there's just no no excuse. It's the big stage, and uh, and we can't. I think this is something that you know, as a club, we we really want to embrace. We want to be on the big stage. We want to want to get out there and and give a good account of ourselves. And and I think that game, you know, as I said, if there's anyone out there that's uh, thinking about getting down and watching Frankston play, that's a 
great opportunity to get down. Oh, it's certainly a day, a, a, a day or a game to look forward to on the schedule. You know, down to Geelong this week, that'll be tough. It's a Friday night game down at the Cattery where um, um, you know, not many teams go and win, but certainly where players are up for the challenge. We, we know we're actually playing some good footy at the moment. Mm. Uh, we did a review last night with you know, Monday, Wednesday training this week and certainly some of the clips of when when we when things click for us and we can move the ball from end to end against anybody we saw that against carlton you know we were probably the better team and we didn't win um you can be the better team and not and not win though so that'll be the next step and and look john's just the next challenge you're right they've been indifferent um the advantage they have is their deck and they're at home but it's not a dissimilar ground to ours and so yeah. it shouldn't be something that's not um too unfamiliar it's just the trip away and the the night game it's a late game 755 um, you might have to but, go by boat, mate. The way the Westgate is, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe go Thursday night, horse and buggy. We might get down there a bit quicker. <laughs> yeah, so. that's it, mate. No, but Mum's down in Geelong, so I'll get down and see her, and um, yeah, yeah and we'll uh, we'll load up for Friday night. But then, yeah, a buy, refreshing, recharge, and then uh, load up to fry the prize on the big Sunday game. So that that'll yep. be awesome. Yeah, awesome, mate. Well, uh, you know, there's there's some great things happening, as we said. You know, next next home game against Collingwood, that's going to be a real big community effort to to get everyone down there and uh, and support the boys. It's it's going to be huge. Uh, we've also got the the butterfly ball um, QAEB. Uh, you talk about good dolphins all the time. You know, this is a great charity. This is going to be a great opportunity down at Crown Promenade to have a really, really good night for the football club. And you know, we invite everybody, all our supporters, all our families, all our friends to to get tickets and uh and get down there because it's it's going to be a lot of fun yeah undoubtedly and, and jump on the frankson website guys and have a look for the link for the butterfly ball uh crown promenade in town um you know we're a footy club that's in the vfl so you know, which is really eastern seaboard and so you know we're a, we're a growing big club um getting bigger and getting better each day and every week so and one of the things as we we speak about good dolphins things we're in control of and so Raising some money for a charity for um, and if anyone wants to look up around cure EB the EB disease and if you haven't heard of it um, it afflicts little kids in terms of the protein in that holds their skin together uh, and so if you have kids or you, you know kids uh, it's 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 a terribly afflicting disease um, they're in pain for a lot of time in their life and uh, so if we can go out and raise some funds in our control um, I think that's good dolphins doing good things and so. We should all do more of that. And, uh, and, uh, and as you said, the bonus is we get to have a great night with our, our friends and our families and our partners in town. Uh, but we're doing something for the community that's bigger than the game of footy. So um, yeah, I think it's an outstanding initiative and we should all get behind it. It's all good, mate. Everything's uh, everything's really positive. And uh, even though we're not getting the Ws that we want at the moment, the future is very bright. And certainly in this back half of the season, uh, you know, we're, we're going to continue to grow. We're, we're hopeful of uh, of obviously harnessing some of this young talent, some of our existing leaders. Let's let's get them all on board. We, we move forward through 2023 and then on to 2024. And this is really a build uh, for, for the next couple of years. And it's an exciting time to get on board at Frankston. Yeah, undoubtedly. You, you don't reach great heights without solid foundations. And so that's a part of what we're doing. doesn't mean we don't go out and try and win every match. So we try and do both in concert with each other. So uh, it is exciting. Absolutely. Awesome, mate. Thanks for that. And we'll see you at the footy. Awesome, mate. See you at the footy.